Ready to step into the world of luxury hotels? Welcome to the Hotel Leaders Podcast. Whether you're an industry insider, a student of hotel management, or simply curious about the world of hotels, this podcast is your backstage pass to the heart of the hotel industry. I'm your host, Peter Damore. I have a fascination for the hotel industry, and over the last quarter of a century, I have studied it, been a hotel manager, and as general manager of a hotel school, have passed the torch to the next generation. Now, as part of an emerging hotel industry tech startup, I'm independent from any specific hotel or chain, and able to talk about the industry with a balanced perspective and a certain level of expertise. It's time to check in. Welcome to episode six. Before we begin, the Hotel Leaders podcast is celebrating being half a year old. We've had over 200 plays. People have been listening in 25 countries, including those as diverse as the Maldives, Croatia, and Bermuda. Thank you for the last six months, and here's to many more. Today's podcast is all about the Venetian Palazzo Resort Las Vegas. This is the largest luxury hotel under one roof in the world. Here we go! Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world, has five of the top ten largest hotels, by number of rooms, on the planet. And the largest hotel in Vegas is our hotel featured in this podcast, the Venetian Palazzo Resort Las Vegas, with a staggering 7,115 rooms. The first time I flew into Vegas, it was nighttime, and our airplane glided over the famous neon light Las Vegas Strip. My wife poked me and joked, so this is how global warming started. Las Vegas is out of this world and is a must-visit for all hoteliers, even if you don't like gambling. The Venetian is built on hallow ground, on the land where the Sands Hotel and Casino once stood from the 50s through to the 90s. The Sands was said to have been financed by mob bosses, Mylansky, Doc Stacher and Mike Shapiro. The first hotel manager was Jack Entrata, or Mr. Entertainment, hailing from the New York nightclub Copacabana. He made Vegas a thing and brought in Frank Sinatra to the Sands. Sinatra, old blue eyes, became a part owner of the Sands and invited his friends, the Rat Pack, to perform. The Rat Pack featured Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., Nat King Cole and Joey Bishop. Here's a snippet of the Rat Pack dialogue between songs when they were performing at the Sands in 1963. Listen, I want to talk to you about your drinking. What happened? I miss around? No, you didn't miss around. I want to talk to you about the amount that you drink. Have you heard? Are you cognizant of the fact that they are saying things? Am I what, isn't? Cognizant. I didn't say anything dirty. Started out dirty, Frank. <laughs> oh, That's all I got. In the 50s, Hollywood stars headed to Vegas for a break from Tinseltown to enjoy warm weather, gambling, and a show. The Sands also attracted high rollers from the Texas oil money. Guests included presidents like JFK, and the Sands was prominently featured in the original 1960 
Ocean's Eleven as one of the hotel casinos that was robbed. The greatest names in the entertainment industry grace the stage at the Copa Room, where celebrity guests such as Humphrey Bogart, Elizabeth Taylor, Yul Brynner, Kirk Douglas and Lucille Ball were often photographed enjoying the headline acts, which included Judy Garland, Shirley, Shirley MacLaine, Jerry Lee Lewis, Edith Piaf, Elvis Presley and Louis Armstrong. In the mid-1960s, Howard Hughes purchased the hotel. Howard was one of the richest and most influential people in the world, being a high-profile filmmaker during the golden years of Hollywood. As a pilot in the 30s, he had held the record for the fastest flight across the USA. When the US government was doing nuclear testing in Nevada, Howard offered bribes of $1 million to Presidents LBJ and Nixon to stop the testing. Howard Hughes hated Frank Sinatra because Howard was in love with Ava Gardner, who had run off to marry Frank. This marked the end of Frank's association with the property, and his future performances were moved to Caesar's Palace. In 1996, the hotel had become a shadow of its former self and was demolished, with this demolition being featured in the 1997 film Con Air, starring Nicolas Cage. Work began on the new hotel, what would become the Venetian, in 1997 and without building permits, as was commonplace on the Strip. The concrete used for the foundation took months to pour, and it would be hard to imagine how many concrete trucks were required. When the hotel started hiring its first 4,000 employees, they received more than 100,000 applications. Two architectural firms worked on the project, Stubbins Associates and Wimberley, Allison, Tong and Goo. The design project included 250 artists and sculptors. For historical authenticity, the resort hired two Venice historians, while Treadway sent a team there to photograph the city. On the 3rd of May 1999, the new $1.5 billion mega resort, the Venetian, opened where the sands had formerly been. A 35-storey hotel initially with 3,036 rooms, covering an area of 17 million square feet, or 1.6 million square metres. Upon opening, it became the largest five-star hotel in North America. Italian actress Sophia Loren joined the owners for the grand opening of the Venetian and christened the first gondola, with the singer Cher performing her first concert gig in seven years to help kick off the grand opening celebration of the new resort hotel and casino. Hotel spokesman Kurt Oshida said, This weekend constituted our first concerted effort to show all the wonderful amenities that are provided at the Venetian. It was a time for us to show the world and our guests a good time. The celebration included a fashion show and a fireworks display. The Venetian is themed after Venice in the 1400s and 1500s, and it features numerous landmarks from the city, which we'll come to very soon. The exterior entrance, along with the Las Vegas Strip, 
is modelled on Doge's Palace and includes a recreation of the Rialto Bridge. It also features a 315-foot-high replica of St. Mark's Campanile, topped by a statue depicting Gabriel. A revolving restaurant or lounge has been considered for the top of the tower, but it was deemed too small, measuring only 40 square feet. The Grand Canal shops occupy an indoor plaza with a recreation of St. Mark's Square and features a sky-painted ceiling. Another area of the resort features 21 faux Renaissance-era paintings that were framed and attached to the ceiling. My favourite part of the Venetian is this replica of Venice's Grand Canal that goes through the resort's interior. Travelling on the famed gondolas is quite the experience. More than half a million people ride these each year and it is one of the must-dos in Vegas. Here is Travel Ruby talking about the Grand Canal. Attached inside the Venetian is the Grand Canal Shops. Basically, the Venetian has its own mall. Here you're going to find a variety of shopping and dining that is unmatched. It is really amazing. They also have the iconic gondola rides here. So if you want to be pushed through in a beautiful boat ride, they have that here for you as well. If you see me walking the hotel features a wide array of shops, clubs, lounges, museums, including Madame Tussauds, restaurants, and other food and beverage options. Tao Asian Bistro has consistently ranked as the highest grossing independent restaurant in the USA since it opened in 2005. The Venetian Palazzo includes a 225,000 square foot or over 20,000 square meter gaming space. This includes a high roller area with baccarat tables, the third largest poker room on the Strip, and now mobile gambling for those using the resort and playing blackjack or poker on their phones. The 12-storey Veneza Tower opened in June 2003 and added 1,013 rooms for a total now of 4,049. The Venetian has become a big player in what we call in the industry MICE, which is meetings, incentives, conferences and exhibitions. And the hotel has helped popularise Las Vegas as a convention city, particularly thanks to the Venetian Expo. Here is Sean Morris, Vice President of Sales, speaking about MICE, courtesy of the Venetian with the link in the description. Our groups continue to come back because they really enjoy what they get here at the Venetian Resort. The professionalism, the expertise of our staff, and it makes them have an easier lifestyle for when their clients come in, and it makes their jobs a lot easier, and it makes them look good to their peers. In 2007, the Venetian added the Palazzo, the 50-story Palazzo, directly north of the Venetian, includes 3,066 rooms. When considered as a single property, the Venetian Palazzo Complex ranked as the world's largest hotel with 7,115 rooms. Although it lost this title to the First World Hotel in 2015, the First World Hotel is not a luxury hotel, 
being a three-star hotel in the Malaysian highlands. Also in 2007, the Venetian Macau opened. Macau is the Las Vegas of Asia. I visited the resort casino during the opening year. Macau is an incredible former Portuguese colony, a short boat ride from Hong Kong. It boasts friendly people, historic architecture, delicious local cuisine, and, of course, casinos. But that story's for another day. In 2010, the Venetian and Palazzo partnered with Intercontinental Hotels Group through a 10-year deal. The Venetian rooms were renovated in 2015, and in 2017, the Venetian became the first Las Vegas resort to allow hotel bookings through Facebook Messenger. The hotel features a number of theatres which have hosted everything from Lord of the Dance, Phantom of the Opera, to Australian pop group, Human Nature. In September 2023, Sphere opened at a cost of $2.3 billion. It is located directly east of the hotel and being over 500 foot wide, being the world's largest spherical structure. It is a giant theatre in the shape of a sphere which holds up to 20,000 people, with the inside and outside having LED screens in 16K, creating an amazing and unique immersive theatre experience. It's really hard to capture this in a podcast. I would suggest watching a video or, if you're fortunate enough, to visit the sphere in person. The first band to perform in the sphere was U2 from October 2023 until the time this podcast is being made. And they're still rocking the sphere at the Venetian. At the Venetian Palazzo, remarkably, every one of the 7,115 rooms is a suite, nearly double the size of your average Las Vegas hotel room. Venetian standard suites have everything you need and more. Each room has a separate living area with a view of Vegas and all the luxury and opulence you would expect. Oversized bathrooms include a Roman tub, all marble, with a great shower and a double vanity. A separate toilet and makeup table make these hotel rooms highly livable during your Las Vegas holiday. Each suite comes with two large flat screen TVs and a work desk with high speed internet. You also have a minibar and a dining table with a view to really enjoy that room service. Here is Strictly Dumpling reviewing his room service. The stuffed French toast dough looks amazing. Looks like I'm about to eat like a field of flowers. And it's just thick. This thing is about, what, three inches tall? Seared salmon. Ooh, okay. All right. Very nice, actually. So my prediction was this could be a little dry. And I could be a little wrong because that is perfect. Actually tastes like what my mom would make at home. The skin is so crunchy and nice on the outside. The bedding is an oversized king bed with a pillow top mattress or two queen beds. Or maybe you would like to upgrade to a grand king suite at the tippy top of the resort. One of the great things about staying at this resort is that you have everything under one roof. 
the casino gaming rooms, the entertainment shows, the world-class shopping along the Grand Canal. Plus, you get everything a normal luxury resort offers in the way of concierge, daily housekeeping, fitness centres, heated swimming pools, the spa, all the dining room options under the sun with more than 40 restaurants from fine dining Italian cuisine to poolside casual dining. And that ever-awesome gondola ride weaving its way through the hotel. The Venetian even features the best hotel gym in the world, where you can do everything, including rock climbing. Poolside, you can have a cabana with day beds and take the plunge into Vegas's oasis, which includes four large pools spread across two acres. The Venetian has been featured in movies like Rat Race, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen with Sean Connery and Miss Congeniality 2 with Sandra Bullock. The hotel has appeared in numerous TV shows including CSI, Megastructures and Wheel of Fortune has even filmed episodes there. Shark Tank Season 12 was also filmed at the resort. The Venetian and Palazzo Las Vegas is nothing if not lauded, whether it's award-winning conventions and meetings, award-winning food and beverage, or award-winning entertainment. No aspect of this beautiful resort is without its due adulation. The world's top players in the world of luxury are constantly praising this resort for its varied and wonderful amenities and the service that sets it apart from the rest. If you're looking for a place where entertainment, dining, shopping, and accommodation are set upon the peak of perfection, then the Venetian is where you want to be. No matter where you choose to spend the time at the resort, each moment will be filled with relaxation, excitement, and everything in between. The Venetian has received countless awards, including Condé Nast Traveller's Reader Choice Awards, Top Hotel in Las Vegas from 2018 to 2021, Forbes Traveller Guide Awards for the Hotel and Spa from 2006 to 2021, USA Today Awards from 2017 to 2021, TripAdvisor Awards from 2012 to 2020, and it was inducted into the Las Vegas Magazine Hall of Fame in 2022. Apart from the awards, according to Max Tapanier, VP of Hotel Operations and courtesy of NHLA, what makes this hotel so successful is... The thing that I believe makes Las Vegas Sands or the Venetian Palazzo successful is really the focus on the team member engagement. I think we have an intense focus on the, the team member experience. And because we have such a strong commitment to our team members, there is an equally strong commitment to the guest experience. And in an environment where you have 7,000 suites, you know, driving guest satisfaction and driving team member expectation, it's not that easy, right? But working for the largest casino operator in the world and enjoying financial health, um, we, we can commit to the guest experience and team member experience more so than some of our competitors. The Venetian is one of the most visited hotels in the world. Each year, over 20 million tourists grace the hallowed Grand Canal shops. And whether you're enjoying a cocktail in a cabana by the pool, having a girl's weekend or a family getaway, the Venetian will leave you wanting more. As you experience Renaissance Italian royalty 
with all the modern conveniences. If your travel ever brings you to Vegas, be sure to put the largest luxury hotel on the list of things to do and make sure you jump on a gondola and journey down the Grand Canal. Thank you for joining today's episode. I hope you were inspired, amazed and enlightened as we unlocked the secrets of the hotel industry's most iconic leaders and iconic hotels. If you had a wonderful time, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe so that you never miss our monthly episodes. If you love showers in luxury hotels, please check out our tech startup at showeraway.com where we hope one day to provide people on day trips access to the very best hotel showers in the world. Farewell until the next time you check in to the Hotel Leaders Podcast.